Attention visitors of the left floor. This audio presentation of Three Sheets to the Mouse may contain adult subject matter and is recommended for an audience that is mature, even if the hosts are not. I am now obligated to thank you for your attendance and encouraged to instruct you to enjoy your time on the MILF? Who wrote that? Wazowski? Sorted, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously squared, be prepared. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 281 of Three Sheets of the Mouse. For the podcast that likes to focus on the adult side of Disney. From parks to movies to dining, we'll cover everything Disney has to offer, including their extracurricular activities. Uh, I'm Mikey, and tonight I've got two men and a little lady. Uh, I've got Tim. Extracurricular activities sounds salacious. That is well outside my vocabulary. Um, Adam, can you help me out with nope. that? Photographic. Oh, that that was a word okay. that I could guess the meaning of, but eh. and uh, our 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 new uh, delicate flower this evening, I guess, joining us. Not Maria. We got Chris Kohler. Hello. I guess uh, if, if I'm the little lady, I'm just happy to be called little for once. There you go. They find the find the silver lining. Mm-hmm. Gets there. Uh, so yeah. Uh, hey, you know what? <laughs> Thank you for being here and, and taking time out of your busy uh, busy evening. There. We uh, we and I think this may be the first time um, we got we got the first guest that was on our list to be free and, and make it. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Last time we were way down uh but hey good 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 on you chris yeah it was the first choice for something you were indeed yeah because we got we, we need to get your uh your opinion on matters and and um we know you have those <laughs> yeah dear listener grab a grab a drink kick back and we're going to just get into it because uh mr kohler is is fresh back from his extracurricular activity but first what are you drinking tonight chris um so since Adam force-fed me alcohol oh, no, we're the not. entire weekend. fucking um, not. We're not doing that, and sir. Oddly enough, it was even when he wasn't in the room with me, you know, he was still force-feeding me uh, liquor. Uh, I'm kind of on uh, I'm on a little detox here, so I'm just playing Coke tonight. Ah. So. He, he, it's, it's his alcoholic aura that just kind Fuck. of follows him around, and it exists when he leaves. Yeah, I never yeah. made it to his room. No. No, I, that's what I just said. I said, even when you weren't with me, you were somehow forcing me to drink. You know, and that was the thing. Uh, you know, he was using the force. Yes. I also checked the phone gallery. Woof. <laughs> that's, that's really the only way to, to figure out what yeah, happened. Yeah, it, you know, it, it was. Dude, where's my car? Would have been a shorter movie um, if they'd have just uh, taken photos on their. Don't even remember that video at Trader Sam's. There was a video. <laughs> yes. 
nothing bad. Nothing bad. I don't even. I I don't <laughs> remember a video a trader said. Oh God, help me. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. The video. Sorry, the video was in the Skyliner. We were seeing glycerin. I don't remember that either. That's that Kate Bush song, right? <laughs> I remember. I didn't. Wait, was it in this? That started in an Uber, though. I thought where we were singing bad '90s music. No, that was Time later out, on. Lag on the play. <laughs> Why are you saying glycerine is bad 90s music? The way music? we were probably singing it, it was probably pretty bad. <laughs> okay. Bad renditions of 90s. There you go. Music. That oh. was uh, interesting. So yeah, so I'm detoxing. <laughs> that's that's good. It is no no drink November for Chris there. No. This week. Today. It's Today. Thursday. <laughs> Tim, uh, what have you got tonight? I am not abstaining. So I'm still on my Rittenhouse Perfect Manhattan kick. Okay. I got the same. And your, your Yetis? Both yes, you guys sir. have your Yetis, or is Adam slamming it with something glass? Yeah, I got Yeti. No, I keep breaking all the glass, so we've been drinking out of these. Your sippy cup. It's true. I broke another one over the weekend. Oh, no. You yeah. weren't even, you were by yourself, Tim. How the hell, well, man? I wasn't by myself, but oh, I... Oh, no, I, you're... you're... Yeah, little brother. Was I there, shattered right? it while I was washing it in my hands. It was, the, and it was the annual pass holder free gifts rock glass from a bunch of years ago. And it wasn't the one I destroyed in the dishwasher. So yeah, we need more glasses. We actually are now officially oh. running out of like just regular rocks glasses because they're shattering one by one by one. Oh man! See, my wife says I've got too many. It's a, you can send but... some our way because we're running out. So just just feel free. My oldest son. Got me a rock glass for for ah rock glass for Christmas. So it's a thought that counts, Uh-oh. but you, they should always be gifted in pairs because one of them's gonna break. And you also need to just go ahead and make two drinks. It should be gifted in pairs because you shouldn't drink alone. That's well, that's that, and that's why I said you should just go ahead and and go right, ahead. And the start second glass is not to just have one on deck. I can mm, true, but it, it's a hell of a lot easier if you walk with. Just make it in a bigger glass. There you go. That works too. <laughs> Use a bigger. Mikey, glass. what are you drinking? Uh, well, um, I was uh, briefly uh, visited by the Namduke fairy during this week, and uh, he brought a a, bottle, a couple of bottles of whiskey, and one of them we got down pretty deep into, so he just left it. And, and in full disclosure, it was pretty deep into before it got to my house. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah, there's probably like one more pour left after tonight, but it is the uh, Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel. Oh, that's good. And that's that's what I'm uh, what I'm having. I like that evening. one. I haven't had that one yet. I saw that one. I was like, oh man, I bet that'd be pretty good in an old fashioned. And then I got to looking at my ingredients at the house, and I was like, looks like we're just going to be having it. Neat. Why didn't you just throw it in some random juice like you normally would and call it an old fashioned? Yeah. Some Stephanie cleaned out the refrigerator. There is no more random ah. juice. No, no Mountain Dew to randomly dump a drink into. Nope. I'm, nope. I'm shocked. Nope, nope. That's. I mean, I, I included an ice crouton. Pour, pour some sugar and then drop an orange flavored Hall's lozenge into it. That, that's about. Okay, so uh, like the old fashioned. Actually, I think I've got orange flavored Tums. Flintstone vitamins. There you go. No, we don't do vitamins here. It's Arkansas. Our, our vitamins and minerals come from the tap water. Let us know what you're imbibing on at our Facebook group. Um, however, if you're wanting to become a new member, we do have the, uh, what do we call that? Embargo. Embargo. See, I was thinking of Bodega and Bogota. And I was thinking and of the word right. with an... Is it an embargo or moratorium? moratorium? That's the word I was thinking of. But... 
a cease and desist. Just kind of got a pause. <laughs> almost came out mausoleum, yeah, and I knew that was wrong. <laughs> mausoleum. <laughs> That's a whole different, yeah, uh, little bit different group of people. A little bit. <laughs> um, but get your name on the list, so we'll we'll get you in as soon as our raw festivities are over. Uh, in the meantime, let's let's just uh, let's get let's get this uh, this podcast running. And speaking of running, uh, Chris Kohler did some running. It, in the loosest Last sense week. of the term, of the word, allegedly, um, there, was, there was some jogging and jiggling. Do you not realize it's... this man is speed? Oh, I am speed. I actually just <laughs> ran to Mikey's house and gave him a high five. He did. <laughs> He did. I don't have my I don't have my shoes on me, so I'm not really speed right now. You know, kind of like when I went down there without my shoes. <laughs> so was this your first Run Disney event, official Run Disney event? Yes, this is my first 5K ever. My first any kind of official run okay. thing. Okay. So then, yeah. speaking of your shoes, let's just get right down to nitty gritty. What kind of shoes do you run in? <laughs> I, I went to the shoe store. I got horrible feet, and they have orthotics and everything like that. And they recommended the brooks ghost max so i bought them and i love them did a okay awesome. practice 5k around the house in them and a, well outside the outside house. the house yes okay she did say around the house could you imagine walking 5k yeah. in the house oh my no i could do yeah that. the tiles ruined that's <laughs> so, <laughs> wore right through yeah. it <laughs> right through the concrete subfloor Shit. <laughs> that's that's great Where's Jacqueline? She's somewhere lost in the track. Cabinets are all askew. <laughs> <laughs> Better call your contractor. I don't know what happened. It must have been a sinkhole. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so you 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 train. We call that training, uh, Chris. Your your practice fight. Well, yeah, my my training was actually just the cardio physical therapy that I was going to. Um, just you know, I would I would do three times a week, fifteen minute walks as far as far as I can go. Because your heart blew up like a month ago. Yeah, kind of. Well, it actually blew up at a springtime surprise. Yeah. So okay. in April, that's uh, I when I be there for it. That's when I uh, yeah yeah. That's when I, I think Adam Adam and well Duncan knew because he was with me and I told Adam about it and maybe Will Pagano when we were sitting drinking that I, I started feeling some chest pains at that one. I didn't want to tell everybody about it. You trying to kept it very quiet. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything mm-hmm. to too many people. You know, I didn't want to get him back to Jack until I got home. You know, because it was freaking me out, and I didn't want to freak anybody else out. Yeah, that would have been an interesting conversation to have with her <laughs> while you were in Florida. I am with the shooters, and I'm uh, having chest pains. I wish she would have got on a plane <laughs> to come down and get you. Yeah, that's that's what started the whole the whole thing. And then yeah, July I needed needed my surgery, so it was uh, almost four months to the day of the surgery that I did the, the day race. That's so, awesome. Yeah, uh, it was good. I mean, just. Now, and you won the race, from what I understand. I did. I did. Uh, through, that, through that is that is a hell of a cheating, comeback. and I threw banana peels and turtle shells. Uh, the, actually, there were turtles. I couldn't get them out of the shells. They wouldn't move, so I just threw the, just picked up red sliders and threw them across the, the track. Before we go into all, like, what did you, before you were going to the actual race, what did you think of the sign-up process? Did you do it yourself? Did you have somebody else sign up for you? I decided to do the race long before I knew I needed any kind of surgery or anything. And I said, that, you know, Jacqueline is on the uh, the running bug. Like, she loves these medals. She was signing up, and then she had asked me a couple times. And I said, you know what, fine, I'll do one with you. And she signed up for it, and Casey decided to, she wanted to do it as well. So I signed her up with me. Um, it wasn't that difficult. I waited online, but it wasn't, it wasn't much of a demand, it seemed, when I jumped on. So it yeah. wasn't like most people went through. 
for like the waiting list and the countdown timer and all that other stuff. Um, I just was able to sign us up. The only hiccup in the process was getting all her paperwork over to her because it all came onto my email address. And apparently I was supposed to like unlink her from my account so that way she could sign it up. That was the only hiccup really in the whole process. This is what happens when you adopt a daughter and you don't tell Disney about it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't tell anybody about it. Contributing nothing to the financial well-being of the household or anything like that, but whatever. Um, that that was the only problem. Yes, yeah, so that was the only hiccup. All right, awesome. And me ignoring the email saying you still haven't filled out your waiver. You still haven't filled out your waiver. It's no big deal, though. I mean, for those of you who don't know and haven't run, they do have blank waivers for you at the race, so you can yep. sign them there. It just kind of expedites the process if you sign them digitally before. Said all her paperwork is filled out, and when we went into the expo to pick up our our bibs she grabbed a blank one anyway just in case okay. and even though she never actually signed one somehow it was signed she didn't need to fill it out maybe i signed the waiver as her parent i was just guardian. gonna say you know you would have capability <laughs> of doing that so no nothing about her her medical history yep she's good it's it's the waiver is not that deep <laughs> no yeah it just pretty much absolves disney of anything that happens to you on the track that's right. it but you, you do this on your own free will and volition you're on your own yeah they shift everything over to you. The, the, the blame. It's all encompassing. So, did you do any shopping at the expo? Did you go into the shopping area? Did you deal with that chaos? I'm sorry, I shouldn't say chaos. What did you think of the shopping area? So, the waiting online on the virtual queue on the outside, that was wonderful. I, I wandered off and got a beer. Fair enough. Uh, As one and does. then we got inside for the actual queue. I wandered off and got a beer. <laughs> um, actually, I met up met David Swearin and he was awesome. getting a beer, so uh, we both got beers. That line was full. There was that that snaking line that goes mm-hmm. in and out, and I, I managed to meet up with them halfway, so I didn't have to wait the entire time. And then it was just kind of chaos. Whereas Run Disney itself is very open to everybody. There's no no judgment, non-judgmental. They're they're accepting of all shapes and sizes, and everybody else, their clothing choices are not. Uh, so I'm not about to go shopping for anything really there that, that I can put on. Um, however, the largest size they have in the Run Disney shirt is the 2XL. And I did put that on. Yeah, I, I saw the pictures of it. Or a photo. It, it's a, yes, it's it an awesome <laughs> picture. <laughs> it's up to you. I won't force you to post it, but it, but it's pretty fucking funny. I might. I might, I might it Maybe you just got in the wrong line like I did, or they didn't tell you about it when they handed it to you. Oh, no, no the maximum size is 2XL, and is it? I would need a, a, a tall... Actually, I fit in the, in the 2XL. It just um, was was not quite long enough. It's almost a tube top. None of their shirts are. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah <laughs> I, uh, I, I, wore a, I wore a tube top, yeah. So you did the expo. How did you find big po- bib pickup and all of that? That was that was very easy. There was like nobody there when we went in. Um, there was no no real. The, the longest line was the merchandise, and then to pick up your shirt. Okay. Um, actually, no. You know, th- there was a line outside for the shirt, but once you got into the building, there was maybe one person, two people in front of each different size because they have oh, everything sectioned off. So you don't go to one spot which was good you don't go to one spot to pick up your um you know tell them what size it is you go to wherever your size is and they just give you the shirt based upon the little thing so that would that was good but uh 
yeah, the bid process was very easy. You know, you find your, you know what your number is. So you go to that section and they pretty much had, you know, the, the longest you have to wait is just for them to flip through a little book to find, uh, to find your name and, and bid number. I thought everything was, was very well planned out. Yeah, there were lines, but it was still orderly. It wasn't like you rushing into a bunch of chaos and trying to figure out what to do. So even though you do have to wait, the virtual queue is great. There's a small wait inside, which really went pretty quick. So I was very impressed with how well organized it was. Awesome. Did you by chance go into the other expo area then? Yes. So again, I'm, I'm trying to keep my opinions quiet because I've done this a few times. What did you think of that? Objection leading the witness. <laughs> That's an objection leading <laughs> the witness. I'm trying to keep myself quiet because I almost like just said, what did you think of that area where they have like the the vendors that are not just Disney, but like, not run Disney. So I'll go to the highlight of that. When when Duncan and I found the plant-based Baby Bell cheeses. Oh, no. So <clears throat> imagine eating dairy that has turned sour, but it's supposed to taste like it. It, it was on purpose to taste that way. I can oh. only compare it to the plant-based cheese was to real cheese what Miracle Whip is to mayonnaise. Oh, my wife would love it. Then. The consistency was there. The smell was there. But the taste, at first, you're like, huh. And then you're like, oh. Oh. You know, can so. we just get somebody to ban, like, pass a law to ban Beyond Meat, vegan <laughs> cheese, and, like, Miracle Whip? Just ban it all. They were handing out um, impossible chicken nuggets on the way in. Stephanie would have loved those. Because it's chicken, it's chicken and bad cheese. Duncan tried that. Uh, he said it tastes like a chicken nugget. It doesn't taste like chicken, but it tastes like a chicken nugget. That that was his description of that. I passed. <laughs> does the chicken nugget still taste like chicken? Because mostly it's the breading. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, that's the what breading, he the overly over seasoning. Yeah, and then I saw that it says uh, it said uh, cheese grows on trees, and I had to just try it because we were just I had two beers. In a very short period of time, so I said, "Let's did try you, it." Did you did you pull the Ron Swanson and say, "Thank you, may I have another?" <laughs> Dropping the bacon. Thank in. you, may I have another? Just keep throwing it in the trash. That's where it belongs. Uh, no, I did not. I did not want any more of those. Um, but other than that, the the other vendors. I mean, there was a lot of different stuff there. I went to uh, since I had that fiasco with my shoes and everything. I was trying to find some sort of orthotics i went to a booth that they had for with orthotics i thought it was great of the guy to not just sell me a pair of 80 dollar inserts because i told him the situation he goes these are going to take like two weeks to break in you have custom ones at home then i'm not going to sell you these because they're not going to help you for the race tomorrow you know all the vendors were nice i mean i didn't really look around too much jacqueline did and then i went outside and looked for another beer fair enough <laughs> so but I, I guess it was good I'm just talking about the organization of it, though. Oh yeah, it was it was, it was great. It wasn't too packed. Um, it was you know the, the it was packed for you, I guess. I have so never the, the been able to walk through there and find what I'm looking for half the time, because the problem is, at least from what I found doing multiple races, is that the booths aren't always in the same spot, and it's usually filled with fucking people. It wasn't that bad for one and last year. I didn't think. I think it was set up as a grid. I think that's what you mean. Like the walkways aren't straight through mm -hmm. and, you know, set up like a grid. Just like, for example, there was this bath bomb thing that I wanted to get. And the booth was in one spot one year and then they moved the spot the next year and I gave up looking for it because it was in the middle aisle and the middle aisle had way too many people for me to fight. Okay. When we went in, must have been around one o'clock, two o'clock. Okay. So like you that. went in later and... in the afternoon. No, I'm the idiot who yeah. does it first thing in the morning. 
that's probably <laughs> yeah i think i think it was between one and two when we got into that section we had done everything that we had gotten everything else done first i mean there were people there sure but there was no like i wasn't you know s screaming like Fezzik trying to get everybody out of the way now you mentioned something um that i just want to touch back on real quick is that what disney is for pretty much everything mm -hmm. and um tell a little bit of your story about like why do you feel it was inclusive or how do you feel it was inclusive for you well so uh, at least the 5k is you know it, it i can be told over and over again something that it's not timed you don't need to rush you're not going to get swept or anything like that um but until you experience it, it's, you know, it's still going to be in your head. I, I've heard stories. We have plenty of people in, you know, in our circles and our groups that have been swept before in races and oh, stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. The... It's a really mm -hmm. bad allergy I have. Went to the box. <laughs> sorry. Excuse me again. <laughs> so, but the 5K you is not like that. About it. She fully admits it that she just <laughs> ran straight to the bus. Yep. But when I got, you know, it, it, it's, I've been, Jacqueline's done a couple of races like in, in Myrtle Beach and, um, and you go there and there's a lot more people who are there for the time and the run. And you look at them and they look like runners. It, they look like, you know, they, they do this often. But when you got into the crowd, to the big pens and everything like that, there were people of all shapes and sizes and, you know, disabilities even, uh, you know, that were just very happy to be there and all supportive of each other and uh, it just it was it was a great atmosphere like i didn't feel like i was completely out of place standing there you know because I'm, I'm i'm heavy you know i'm i'm tall and you know kind of oafish but i didn't feel like you know i was like the center of attention like look at this guy running you know he's going to do this race you know and then they're all staring at me as i'm going seeing when i'm going to fail uh, i didn't feel that at all awesome so that's amazing that was it it was good it was good so you got your bib, and then was were there any like nerves? Because when yeah. we first started running, we did it before like the podcast really took off. So like all of our first times happened well before, except for Mikey's. All of our first. Oh wait, did we have the podcast when you ran the first time, Mikey? Yes. Okay. So at this point, was all four of us has have run and completed races at Run mm. Disney. But for, for Tim and I, we already completed our first round. And Mikey... And we did races here before we even went to the, the Run sure. Disney event. And Mikey, it's been years, literally, before since you ran your first race, correct? Yeah, I think my first one was uh, Wine and Dine. 2018. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, Wait, in the way, in back. The way back. So... Did you feel any nerves just doing the 5K when you got your bib and like... Yes, I very much am the type of person who makes things much more anxiety-filled than they need to be in your own head. I get, I think about things that other people don't think about um, and, and I get into my own head, you know, and I had already started off the weekend wrong by forgetting my, my you know, my shoes and my inserts. Um, so... I was wearing, you know, generic stuff, and like I said, I, I sometimes I I have trouble just walking. Like I my I have arthritis in one of my ankles, and you know, you know, it gets painful. My my weight and everything. So even though I did the, you know, the the test 5K at home, I knew I could do the race, but I just was was worried about pain and not being able to finish and all that other stuff. And still, again, even though I'm told this is not timed at all, I'm still worried about 
you know, like I'm looking for balloon ladies that don't exist. So yeah, there was there was a lot of like, okay, okay, you know, uh, trying to settle down, settle down. But I found that it started going away once, like we, you know, they started doing the waves of the start. You know, they they let a group of people go, the farmers go off and they go, and then they stop you. As I got closer to the front, I was getting anxious to actually do it. Awesome. As opposed to saying, uh, I hope to God this goes well. I hope I can finish and all that. It was like, all right, I'm ready to get going. Let's 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 do this. And I got kind of amped up. So it, it went from it went yes, it was anxiety against it, and then it got it changed to excitement, which was good. Awesome. I can tell you, flat out, from all the races I run, I still, or run, walk, whatever you do to finish, I still get anxiety at the beginning of every one of them. Do you have any tricks that helped you through it? I learned, <laughs> I learned something the day before. We, you know, we, we did a lot of walking the day before, and when you do, like, a walk at pace, like, or, like, say you're just walking for the 5K, it's different than when you're in the parks and you have to do that shuffle step that there's people yeah. in front of you who decide to stop in the middle of the damn aisle and you're and like my strides are big you know i may not move as fast but my strides are big and if i have to do little tiny you know like like fred flintstone doing his little uh, <laughs> tip tiptoe up to the up to the bowling I can hear line the sound effect for that it's that that kills me and it and it hurts it hurts like i start my back starts hurting my legs start hurting so the bus came and i had some uh more liquid courage in me and i didn't want to miss it so i started jogging and all of a sudden all my pain went away like i my back started feeling better my knees started feeling better as i was running and i was like what the hell is this i couldn't do it for very long because out of shape came into play um, you know, so I got myself winded, but I found that if you're walking, like doing a brisk walk and you start, you know, kind of your muscles starting to feel weird and, or you know, whatever you may have, if you change it up to a jog, you're using different muscles. You're stretching out the muscles you're already using a little bit more than what you're doing normally. And that actually helped me. And I wound up doing that during the race several times. I wasn't, I wasn't doing any kind of like you know, hits or any kind of intervals like mm -hmm. that. It was, I would run for 30 seconds and then I would go back to a brisk walk or I'd run for a minute and then go back to a brisk walk. Uh, every single uphill I came to, and apparently I've been told that this is the opposite of what everybody else does. As soon as I saw an uphill, I started jogging and I jogged to the top of the uphill I, I as opposed to slowing down. And, yeah. and that, that helped me get through that. And then I would just walk quickly on the downhill. That was really what got me through it. You know, and and uh, wound up finishing with Jacqueline and and Casey. Um, they Casey caught up to me first, and Jacqueline caught up to me. Um, I did stop for a picture too. So if I hadn't stopped for that picture, I would have beat them. Wait, <laughs> wait. So stop for a second, because I, I just want to yeah. bring this up because a lot of people get into the mindset that, and granted, this is a 5K, so there's no true pacing requirement. But you mm -hmm. already had that said in your mind that you kind of gave yourself a pacing requirement. Yes, yes. So you were actually felt comfortable enough to stop for pictures. So I got to ask, who'd you stop for? I I stopped for one picture. Like every single line that I saw was just ridiculous. But when I got up to Guardians of the Galaxy, they were taking pictures of everybody in front of the spaceship. And there was nobody there. There was literally one person was there. And as I was walking, they were just, you know, they were taking pictures of other people. So I said, eh, screw it. I walked over, stopped, got my picture taken. You know, probably took about 30 seconds, and then I went on my way. 
Awesome. So that, that was the only one. I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't feel like waiting in line in the middle because if I had stopped, I do feel like if I had stopped and taken a rest, it would have really thrown me off. I agree with that. That's yeah, hundred percent. When you stop moving in a race, yeah, you, yeah things go south really quickly. Yeah. It's, it's a physical and a mental thing. I think it's mostly a mental thing that gets you. For for me, it is like if I stop for a minute, it's like I have to, honest to goodness, convince myself to do it again to get back into my 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 stuff or or what like like if i worst thing for me if i'm doing a 5k or an any k is to skip an interval because i'm just not feeling it or i'm hurting but as soon as i skip it well i can skip another one well i'll skip another one and next thing you know you know i'm stopping for pictures and having drinks and whatever for for me everything would seize up See, that's exactly what happened to me during... Yeah, it's amazing, too. I forgot which race it was when I stopped for that one picture, and it was... had to be the 10-miler where I stopped for Phineas, and I... it was There was a bit of a line, so I I'm literally stopped moving for a good 10, 15... Like, probably 5 minutes. I wouldn't say 10 minutes. And I tried to get running right after I stopped, and I just couldn't get that momentum back, and that was towards the end of the race, and... You didn't have the bunny hill, so, but it, it just, it was very hard for me to get motivated again. So for me, I have to take my pictures either at the very beginning or at the very end, but in the middle, I cannot do it. So yeah, I definitely agree and, and know where you're coming from with that. For me, I was using my, my watch and I started the tracking before I actually got started and crossed the, uh, crossed the start line. Um, so it was doing that auto, like it knew I was not moving yet. So it paused the timer mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. So, but I found that every mile that I did, I was faster. Like I was getting faster as it went on, even with the last, you know what that's called, Chris? Negative splits. Negative splits. Okay. They're called negative splits. And it's, it's very coveted in, in their running world. I'm just beginning my life as an athlete. So I'll learn these things. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's exactly it. Negative splits are your next mile should be faster than the previous. Okay. So my last my last mile with even with the stop for the photo was faster than the other the first two miles. I give you so props. Nice. Was, that's uh, amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's uh, yeah, because I got I got loosened up and yeah. What did you think of the worst part about doing a Disney race is that dreaded waking up at two thirty three o'clock in the morning. Um, there's a lot of waiting around, um, and the waking up was bad. However, I, I had, I had a really good, like we went to bed at seven o'clock and I fell right asleep. So nice. when I woke up at two 30, I was like, Oh, so early, but I actually felt like I slept. It was great. So, you know, I, that wasn't that bad, but then yeah, waiting, you wait for the bus. You have to get over to the bus and you wait for the bus. You get over there and you wait, you wait more. And then you have to do that very uh, so you basically do a do a 10k to get to the starting line for the 5k um <laughs> that was uh that was uh fun uh and then you just you know you're herded into the giant pen to wait some more you know so it's it's a good what is it two and a half so yeah two and a half hours from the time you wake up to the time you're actually about to start the race yeah hurry up and wait so it wasn't bad for me because it was a one and done meaning i was doing one race that weekend i wasn't doing okay. two or three in a, in a weekend you know and I said, if I do, uh, so, sorry, Adam, I will change it to when I do another race. What was the distance on that again? <clears throat> it was a 10K. Yeah, I, I just wanted yeah, to I'll, I'll Yes, I will try a 10K uh, eventually. Look at Mikey smart because I did the same shit to him for years. 
So you've got at least three years to actually do this, Chris. Um, no, because Chris goes to Disney a, a few more times than you do, and Chris has DVC. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be expecting it to be less than. And his than wife three has years. a running bug, so yeah. It's, yeah, it's only a matter of time. We just need to find a money bug. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> Understood. Totally. <laughs> I said though, if I do more than one race in a weekend ever, I would want more than just a weekend there we've never been big on going just for weekends it's like you know you feel like you're there and you're you're leaving already yeah um you know i i like being someplace for a little while I like being able to unpack my suitcase and kind of just live there for a bit and enjoy myself so if i had to get up every single day and go to sleep every single day you know for, for multiple times it would take away from the experience for me without having some off time afterwards um that would be my only yeah that's, that's the only thing but aside from that i didn't didn't mind it at all how did you enjoy the entertainment while you were in the corral? It's okay. <laughs> Trivia was kind of fun, you know, ish. Um, they did something different this race from oh, what I did. understood. Yeah, because we usually just had people and try to get us to move and like do and stupid Jeff, exercises. Jeff's and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's still there. She's still doing it. Um, from what I understand from a few other cheaters who ran, I want to say her husband was running a few of the races yeah they had they had a stage with a couple people um mm -hmm. they had the dj someplace else uh and then they had the uh, roving reporter going through the stands and talking to people after they had several talking to them um they stopped for a good 15 minutes to talk to some man as an up-and-coming runner i should know who the hell he was but i have no idea who he is he's galloway yeah sure did, 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 no, I'm just asking is, if it was he, Jeff is he the, Yes, that's it. Okay, so if is he the one who does like you know he says you should walk and then uh, run, jog, yeah. run, jog. Okay, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. So yeah. yes, him, method. Him. Yes, yes. So that's they talked it. to him for a while, listened to it. Uh, you know, then they got into the crowd and started speaking to some people, and you know, it, it was it was good. Okay, did you have the tearjerker? charity yeah, moment like make a wish thing or something hmm. the video on the jumbotrons they play through almost every race well it depends on who's who's yeah. sponsoring the race and what charity do you know what charity I they were using do not, for this i one? do not know okay. i was doing a lot of stretching and stuff you know just to because we were just standing around and i was just trying to keep my back from seizing up and you know i was i was actually doing squats i couldn't believe it i haven't been able to do that in forever so like i was bending down to like stretch my back out and touch my toes and then i just crouched down all the way to the floor just kind of stayed there and then it got yeah. back up it's, it's something i don't do you know my knees can never take it but i was the able second to do harvest it. food bank of central florida there you go okay yeah. second harvest is not that bad no it's when it's for make-a-wish give kids the world oh yeah we're off and then and then they bring the kit like one of the make-a-wish kids up on the stage and it's just yeah i'm gonna run 10k now and i'm a fucking crying train wreck so they did they did have um they did have somebody who um they had a couple oh, <laughs> oh boy. no i'm laughing because there was it, it, athletes with disabilities awd yeah. okay there was uh, quite a few of them and some members of our contingency kept on seeing all-wheel drive um so <laughs> yes the first time i <laughs> yes. saw it on a race i'm like 
why does his Ooh. why does his vest say aw all-wheel drive yes. and I'm like no idiot <laughs> so he did speak to somebody who who kind of volunteers and takes people uh who, who he does the races or, or you know whatever with uh, and he'll push a wheelchair you know for somebody who wanted to experience the the race but wouldn't be able to do it by themselves uh there was a few of those they did they did speak to some people who you know um were overcoming some challenges you know some people who you know, they did, did the race with their parent, their parent of some some sort for many years, and then this is the first one where they're not doing it with the parent. So, you know, there were there were there were some some moments that I remember from that that were uh, pure jerkerish, jerkerish. Yes. Yeah, yeah we'll that works for me. That one. Uh, we'll take it. But yeah, it was uh, some some good stories. They got to talk to some people. Um, and yeah, and, and I definitely admire like that that person who says he volunteers almost every race to, to push somebody or, or take somebody who can't normally do it. That's very admirable. And the best part about that is is that they still, at least now, they actually have to pay the same amount as if they were running alone. So you would have to pay for your race admission and then the AWD driver now has to pay in it for their oh, ticket okay. as well. So uh, I got it. Hmm. That recently changed, I want to say. So, I I have to give mad props to to whoever does that, and you'll you'll see the the dogs. Did you see any dogs? No, I did not. No. Ah, uh, I love the dogs. I missed the, I missed that. They, yeah. they have the best costumes most of the time, <laughs> in my opinion. How do you feel crossing the finish line? <laughs> so so I uh, Jacqueline posted. I I Mike Wazowski her. Uh, I, 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 oh, I, I remember. Sure. I remember going up. I was like, everyone said it was like, gotta put your arms up and triumph when you cross the finish line. So I went, yeah. yeah. I told the, all the photographers, and I went, yay. You know, so I put my arms up, and there's that picture of her with my hand right there, like covering her face. <laughs> there are other angles of her, but it was uh, she. She yelled, like, "You like what's asking me?" It was. It, it was good. I, I. I felt. I don't feel it often, but I did. I felt proud. You know that I was able to do it. Um, you know, uh, accomplishing something that, you know, didn't know I was going to be able to do. And, you know, not to say that, but, to, you know, may not have been alive for, uh, you know, with everything that was going on. So it was, uh, yeah, a lot of stuff, you know, I did, I did, I'm not going to say I'm gonna, I broke down and cried or anything like that, but it, it was a, yeah, I had a moment that I just, you know, was, was thinking about everything that I, you know, kind of went through and to get where I was and, um, you know, that I, I, I did it, even though I did it at home, I had a different feeling when there's people just cheering for you and bells ringing and everything else. It was just, you know, the, the, the environment. So whereas I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say I, I definitely will never get the running bug. Like I didn't, I don't find running relaxing by myself there. I could definitely do it, you know, in that environment, but I can definitely see why people love, love doing these races. Plenty of uh, cast members out there along the, Yes. The, the course while you were going. Yes. Cheering you on. There was a. Actually, all the. They're not cast members who are along the race course usually. Like, unless you're running through Epcot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of those people volunteer for their shifts, I found out. So it, it's not like they're necessarily. They might not be getting paid to be there. Right. That is what I find the most. One of the better aspects of it is. And all the people at your border stations, they're just volunteers. Yep. Which is always amazing to me. So they had, they, there were a lot of cast members that were wearing, you know, their their Disney name badges, and then there was just other people in random spots with signs and stuff. And I don't know whether they were just family members cheering on other family members or just people there. Um, but the running around Epcot was kind of cool. They 
they had several people from those particular uh, countries standing outside and, you know, cheering on the runners and giving them their salutations in their native languages and stuff. And I remember walking by France, there were three uh, waiters and one was holding a silver tray and one lady was yelling, is there food under there? And he opened it up and it was like, it was like a, a French meal, but it was all like, like plush, like a stuffed animal, like meal like <laughs> underneath it. And he kept on opening up for people as they were going by. That's all. The cameras. You really have to look out for for deer crossing when the cameras are coming up, and you see those little. I didn't know what the green tent was because um, I'd never done it before. What a party! See, Go on in there. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I have to blame Casey, your daughter, for that one. Casey knows what those ca- those green tents mean because she's run multiple but races, so them. she should have no, told you about so that. So I was only with I was with Jacqueline and Casey for the maybe for the first one, like the very first one, and they said there's okay. a camera there. And I saw it, and but as soon as I saw the the green tent, like literally there were people jumping over my hood, you know, trying to get in yeah. front of me. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And then I realized, oh, okay, there it was. But then for the rest of the race, for the next two miles, I I went into one of my jogging modes and went way ahead of them, uh, and I stayed ahead of them until right before mile, right before the mile three marker. That's when Casey caught up, uh, and then Jacqueline right before the finish line. And we all crossed together. But yeah, for the most of the race, I was by myself. So it's safe to say that you beat them. Yes. Yes. If I did not uh, stop for that picture, I would have uh, I would have beat them. Fair enough. I mean, on the Mike Wazowski photo, you are crossing the finish line in, ahead of your wife. So technically, you did beat her. My toes crossed the finish line about three minutes before that picture was taken. So, <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure I'm sure Casey will say, "Well, I only stopped because I saw you." She can't defend herself now, so I can say that exactly. And, and this is this will be on the internet, mm-hmm. so like it's forever, true. You know, it's in paper. Yeah, they, they would fact check like, it otherwise. Where you could say anything about anything. Um, okay, so you were running by yourself for the bulk of the race. Did you have headphones, nope. listening device, anything like that? Nope. Really? So you raw dog the whole you raw oh, dog. You were just you were just raw dogging it then. So holy shit. I'm I'm also oh, the I same I'm also the same way when I drive and it drives Jacqueline insane. I could I could drive do a twelve hour drive in total silence and be perfectly happy. No, that 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 you're not no, you have got there's something wrong um, with you. Yeah, yeah. That's the side of a psychopath. No, I, you. Just, I, I like I like listening <laughs> to so there was so much there was so much ambient music and noise and everything and I wanted to you know like I was very happy to just experience that. You know, and so I like. What was the course like? It was on a road. Five k. Yeah, it was about three point one miles long with yeah. various bends and turns. How much time did you spend in the? Y'all park? ran through Epcot. We, we though, crossed right? borders without passports. It was insane. <laughs> so y'all went through mostly Epcot. Yeah. Though, so right? so we started in the started in the parking lot. Usually there was audio from the different areas. Yes, we started. It runs you back in kind of like a service road in the back of the parking lots, and they yeah. had big speakers set up all throughout it. And then right before you got, I don't know if it's a sewage treatment plant or whatever it is that's back there, there was a DJ truck from ESPN. Uh, I I guess that's usually where he's based, and that's what it said on the truck. And he's up on top of a platform on top of the truck with, you know, massive speakers. And all the speakers along that part of the track were attached to his feed. So there was quite loud music there. And then once you got past that service entrance, and then when you entered Epcot, you came in through Mexico in that little kind of cutoff where Donald Duck is usually standing, yeah. you come out where the mariachi, yeah, mariachi, mariachi band. Band, thank mm-hmm. you, where they're usually standing in that little shop. That's where you come out, and then you start walking around, going around the world towards, uh, you know, towards back towards America, and then around. They had the music from Epcot 
you know, that they usually have playing, but it was a little bit louder than usual. So you can, you know, hear everything. And they had the, 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 the fire, the porches were going for the fire and everything. And the, all the pavilions were lit up. There was plenty to see and listen to from, for me, at least I would have missed it if I had been listening to something. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense on the 5k. I think like mm -hmm. the, the 10k, there's just a lot of empty, no ambient noise areas, unless you just want to listen to other people struggling. That's why it was for me when I ran it. Um, and they were listening to me. Um, so, so, yeah, I, I, I definitely had headphones on that weren't working. That's why it looks like I'm playing with my, my chuggle muffin down there in a couple of photographs. Yeah, trying to, that, I didn't post that picture. Trying trying to reconnect to my Bluetooth headphones that I lost, like, uh, in the first two kilometers of the 10K. But I do remember when we ran uh, my first 5K there at Animal Kingdom, first off, uh, that's a you gotta have your head on a swivel. Uh, use all of your senses so you don't die running through that dark place. Mm -hmm. um, but but yeah, in a park, uh, Epcot Animal Kingdom, I can see, you know, definitely you wouldn't need headphones because there's enough uh, going on around you on like a 5K like that. That makes sense, yeah, because it, it'd be you know the longer races are a lot of road, yeah, and emptiness, blah, yeah. So I guess I would, I, I don't know how I would do with that. I mean, I, I'd probably be okay, but like I said, I can, I, I, I don't mind just listening to peace and quiet. You know, people randomly cursing that they're, you know, while they're running, puffing and puffing or whatever. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever run a race without headphones. I do, the, I typically do the 5Ks without headphones because I'm usually walking with James. Mm. And so we're usually just bullshitting. Mm. But after that, 10K, half marathon, I always wear headphones because I hate, I can't stand to listen to other people in their own crap so i gotta absorb myself and concentrate and just go that's the only way i can do is listening to something on headphones i'm trying to think of not just the music but i'm trying to think of how i would feel like with the headphones like even when i used to exercise when i used to actually exercise i never really wore headphones and stuff when i did wear them you know whether they be over the ear or in the ear it just it was annoying i guess even my ears sweat so it's just I'd probably, I'd probably like just rip them out of the halfway through and be like, all right, this is done. That's why I like the shocks. Mm, okay. No like promotion. They don't pay for anything. But I, I actually. But if they want to. Oh, if they want to, I, I've worn them through if you want most. Want to? Of... We would gladly accept. Are oh, those ones that like vibrate your bones? Yeah, they're they're bone conducting. And they're open enough that you can hear what's going on okay. around you. And they're super easy to lower when you need I think to. Think that's what Jackson's wearing now. Yeah, I kind of missed shots. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wife. I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess we'll find out. I don't know how much of the of the ten k. I didn't. Yeah, I don't think I even asked them where they went. I think they went to Hollywood Studios. Oh, so they actually went through Hollywood I Studios think, on the ten k. I think they went to. Yeah. So then it's not even the ten k. Did you do Epcot and Hollywood Studios? Yes, they did both. Okay, so it's not too much. Outside. They went under the uh, murder this, bridge. Yes, which has lights now, so it's not even rapey oh, anymore. Oh, no more rapey. Okay. And, yeah, it's not yeah, even a little bit rapey. huge LED light strips under there. It's not dark anymore. Yeah, basically it says good game when you run past it now, so it's, <laughs> it's fine. So it's actually, the 10K wasn't that bad then from what it sounds like. I would be perfectly fine there too because I wouldn't mind running along that walkway from the boardwalk to Hollywood. Like that's... Just looking around at that, listening to whatever the water and stuff, yeah. But yeah, once you get down to the roads, like the half marathon and stuff, yeah, I think, yeah, that, I can definitely see how that could be it's annoying. Just, there's nothing there. Got it. Yeah. Running through boardwalks always fun because there's always a ton of guests mm -hmm. from the park mm -hmm. out there. 
um, coming out of their rooms and whatever like that. That that I, I enjoyed that. On Unless it's a very dewy morning and the boardwalk is slippery. Yeah, it's a bad. Then, yeah, and then it's, it's not fun. Then mm. not fun. So I hurt myself in the, the last race. So what was your overall pace? I think it was eighteen, eighteen thirty, something like that. And that's, that's what's stopping average. too. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah that's what the that's, okay. what, that's what the starting and stopping at the beginning. And that's then, respectable for your first race. So I was trying when I was doing the um, the walks in the physical therapy. They have a track. It's I think it's about two hundred feet long. And they say it's 26 and a half laps for a mile. And I had 15 minutes to walk on it. The first time, you know, I would go through, I'd, I'd get, you know, 16 laps down. And then as I was going further near the end of it, I was working my way up to try to get, actually try to get to that mile. And I made it, so it's 26 and a half. The last time I went, I was able to do 22 laps in the 15 minutes. So I was probably on the same, nice. probably about the nice. same pace that I did the race on maybe a little bit that therapy was a little faster than what than than an eighteen minute. Yeah my average speed was three point one miles per hour. Three point one miles an hour is faster than eighteen. Three point one miles an hour is my average speed. Yeah so I did I did uh the first so the first mile was nineteen fifty three because of the stopping and starting and everything. Yeah. And mm -hmm. uh the next one was eighteen twenty six and then eighteen forty three with the uh, with the stop for the picture. So I would have I probably would have been around eighteen fifteen or so for the last one not bad at all <laughs> and my heart rate never got above 137 damn for a very a very short yeah. period of time so again another another sign that everything inside is fixed yeah. awesome very cool did you feel when you finished the race did you feel like you could still keep going yes. or do you like i'm done i could have kept going um i was starting to get a little bit of pain in my feet my ankles again i think if i had the proper stuff with me i would have been probably yeah. better if i needed to i could have gone a little further i don't know how much further but i i could have all the pictures of me and stuff there's a few where i'm just looking at my phone here and there but i don't look like i'm smiling i'm not huffing and puffing i don't remember huffing and puffing most of the race i was breathing through my nose i would start huffing and puffing when i jog yeah. i'm not used to that so it, that took a lot out of me physically cardio wise i could have kept going probably would have stopped because of pain you know a little bit longer than that which is why i started thinking about the 10k that's where i was going i said you think you might you do a 10k next actually he said he was going to do a 10k yeah i started off by saying i maybe would try a 10k and then as everybody is reminding me after several several drinks uh i it became i will do a 10k <laughs> i will say though i was very i'm very envious of the challenge yeah, metal nice. the figment metal was really cool it, it lights up would have done mm -hmm. that race just that for that starts you get you get metal envy yeah because the first time we did it we didn't do the challenge we did the 5k and then the half then we saw everybody's two course challenge uh, medals and like, oh, I want that. <laughs> How do we get that? And then after that, we started doing challenges. Mm -hmm. I also noticed that I was wearing my medal. We went to breakfast at uh, the Yacht Club. And after a little while, this is getting really heavy. Then I don't realize like the, the people who wear multiple medals, like once they've done the challenge, they're walking around with like 30 pounds mm -hmm. of Disney on their on their neck. I don't know how they do that. And the annoyance against the back of your neck every, every once in a while because of that Velcro fucking fastener. Little Velcro strap. Yeah, and the tag and everything. Yes, yes, yes. That was, uh, that was... It sounds like a, like a cow because it's clinging around like you got a bell around your neck. Mm -hmm. When you've got multiple metal. Quang, quang. Yeah. Well, unless, unless you get confused with another racer. It, it was... It, it, that's all neat. I understand wanting to show that, you know, I, I, I wore it for a little while. I wanted to show that you did something, and, but the shirt, the Run Disney shirt, 
I did it. It looks much more comfortable than wearing a medal. If I had worn it out in public, that would have been felony exposure. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but I can see everybody else wearing it for the after party and all that. And uh, yeah, I was. The problem with the I did it shirts is that you have to buy it before you did it, or else they're sold out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it's kind and of I, I can't. I can't. I have never brought an I did it shirt just for that reason. Because I feel like I'm jinxing mm. myself, and it's just another level of anxiety that if I don't finish this this race and I got the shirt already, that's not right. And yeah, nope. Oh, but your mental gymnast. Oh, that's right. The uh, the shirt the shirt that you get for for signing up for the race does not say I did it, does it? That is correct. Nope. You actually have to buy the I did it shirts. Oh yeah, I'm looking at, looking at it now. After I did my tally, like we walked. I walked 26, 27 miles from Wednesday to Sunday total. I did more than 5K on, on one of the days anyway, and with all the walking we did, going park to park and, and after hours, extracurricular activities. It's a shame I wasn't there for any of that. Yeah. <laughs> Men- mentally, you weren't there. Whose fault was that? Uh, yours. <laughs> yes. Yes. She says, man. I'm a budding athlete that's recovering from a major surgery. I would not do something like that without being forced into it. That those Nautiluses, Nautilus just showed up. I didn't even have a Nautilus. I also some somehow I ordered it and I paid for it, but I don't understand how you. But you got it. You no, got me to do because it because I would have told you to get the spiky pineapple because that's what I always order on the patio. Well, yes, you I got. have to. <laughs> yes, I just got two cups. <laughs> And then two flowers, which promptly yes, went behind my ears. <laughs> I think it was a fun night. From what I remember, it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you put your bib on, did you pierce your nipples with the safety pins, or did you have a safe way of yeah, doing it's that? It's called putting the fucking bib on before you put on the shirt, might be. Put it on the shirt before you put it on. No, I put I I put I had it on my shirt, and I knew enough to pull it away from my body before I put it on. Well, I mean, that's what I was no, probably you were trying not. to do, but it no. would not have gone well. No, you were not. I had to stop you I, from piercing your nipple. I had never put on a bib before, and I will say, though, that you kind of, like, if you're looking down at your shirt to try to put it on, I was kind of hunched down, So, and you have your arms going forward to try to do the pin, so your shirt has some slack to it. So I finally got all four pins set, and then I stood up, and then it hurt. Yep. Rip. F. Yep. So I had a. So well, you put it on before you put the yeah, shirt so on. Yeah. So I. Uh, so I. I, fi- I. I fixed everything in the bus. And uh, but no, I did not pierce any body parts. Mikey came really close until I yelled at him. <laughs> I didn't put it on anywhere near my nipples. <laughs> yeah, I would have. I would have woken up the whole uh, room with that one if I'd have gone. So what was the hardest part about this for you? Do you feel? I honestly don't know, can't think of anything that stood out okay. as a as a hard part of it. Probably just for for me personally was trying to make sure that I'm I'm walking properly and you know keeping my strides going right and you know not aggravating my ankle and watching my step. That was pretty much it because there are some dark mm-hmm. parts of that course that you have to and they have you know like speed. You no, know, I mean they give you plenty of notice for the caution speed bumps. Runners, speed you know, bump they, ahead. They, yeah, caution. <laughs> caution not used to say, but oh, it depends on what what kind of thing they're making you do. But then, but then when they when they stop giving you the warning, the speed bump is like two minutes further. Mm-hmm. So they stop warning you, you just forget about it, and then then here it comes. And I'm not trying to like sound cocky or anything like that. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that big of a race. That was just the hardest part. Was just you know the keeping my balance and not falling on my Hell, face. At least you didn't wear two different shoes. Mm-hmm. 
and look at you. What was the easiest thing you found then? <laughs> the, be the beginning of the race was the easiest thing because that was when my, my excitement level was at the highest. I think you know the uh, the first the first mile was was the easiest for me because one I'm not fatigued but also the, uh, I was riding the you know like you know this is really cool you know going through the starting gates and the fireworks going off and that was the easiest part for me. Awesome. So you finished the race, you crossed the finish line. What's the first snack you dug into? This like weird honey thing, and that didn't know if, oh. it, that didn't know if it was a cookie. Or, oh, the honey stinger. Yeah, the honey the stinger. Hun that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it looks it's like... It, almost like a stroop waffle. It, uh, it, it looks like one of those wafer cookies, but it is the thinnest layer of cookie. It's, it's like rice paper cookie. So you're thinking you're biting into a cookie, but all you get is like this weird chew thing. Um, yes. That's, yeah. that's what I went into. It's and then... Uh, dry as hell. Yeah, I gave my Skittles away. The Skittles? Yeah, they gave... In the blue box? Yeah, it's a little, little, little package of Skittles. Uh, they gave out, they Ooh. had blue, red, and grape Powerade they were giving out. Uh, bananas. Um, Wait, they actually had the grape? Yeah, they, they had grape. Have grape. Yeah, I didn't find that. I, 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 gra I grabbed the blue, and then they said there's also grape at the end. It's and usually the red, the toxic green. I only like the red. That's, no, no green. It was just blue, blue, red, and Fuck. grape. Adam could have had his scissor. I'm and then kind I was, of pissed it, off. I ne they never have the grape. <laughs> Well, now you have to do another race. I am. I'm going to fucking California in January. <laughs> oh, there you go. And then Casey raved about the plastic cheese. They, they, you get the baked baked tortilla mm -hmm. chips with this little package of, of not nacho yeah. cheese stuff. That you know, it's, it's all right. But yeah, no. Then we went to we went to Alien Compass for breakfast. But the, uh, that's uh, it was the honey thing. I can't remember what it, what else was that's in the honey stinger. Yeah, the honey stinger, the chips, the Skittles. There is there usually like the jelly beans or something in there too? Nope. No, it's usually gogurt. Nope. Jelly beans you get on the longer racers. They'll hand them out to you. Okay. Yeah. Those those dry ass pretzels. Yes, they were the yeah the, the, like these weird. They're not really pretzels. Oh no 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 no, wheat, no, no, like, no. like wheat. No, pretzels. there weren't pretzels in there. Hmm. I honestly don't remember. Last well, last race we did with pretzels. But they weren't real pretzels. They were like weirdness. It was like. Grain, grain, nut free yeah, things. Yeah, very strange. Going back to what I was saying, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, the, the treadmills already. I have a really good. It's really funny how you have to exercise to lose weight, but a lot of the machines that you need to exercise can't hold your weight. So you know, you have to, you have to buy higher end stuff. So I was forced to, you know, I wanted to get a treadmill, and I had to get an expensive treadmill because they all have weight limits. That I was, even if I, even if I wasn't as heavy as I was at my height, I'm just normally. I'd have to be tiny in order to your stride. Well, that too, yeah. I do have an extended deck on it yeah, and everything. You need a long, mm -hmm. a low one for your I stride. I have a water rower, and I had to buy the extended deck for that, uh, so that way I don't, you know, push myself off the end of it. Launch. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I'm gonna set that. I mean, it's a slingshot. Pretty much, yeah. No, no, you'd actually hit the backstop, and I'd go flying off the little, the little bench because there's no back to it. That's what, what would happen. I would hit the uh, I would hit the backstop too soon because my legs are too long. I'm not doing anything this this week. I'll uh, I probably will start on Monday though, getting myself back into the exercise thing and and trying to you know build up my stamina for moving and the 10k. You can not... get out there and swim laps in the pool. Yes, and the could. 10k when your knees mm -hmm. hurt, your ankles hurt, and everything. Just go out there where there's uh, 
still some, uh, you know, resistance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you said you would do the 10k yeah, with me if I, I did. I promised you I would. I'm not worried. About ten, I'm, I'm not saying this to be that person. I don't. 10ks aren't really a challenge for me. It's mm-hmm. no, I don't it, think it it's would be. the half and longer. Like my ideal distance is mm-hmm. a 10 miler, but I yeah. don't like springtime. Mm-hmm. Not just because I didn't appreciate the races, but because it's one. It's a really expensive time of year to travel, because it's usually right in the middle of spring break. See, I didn't like the heart failure. Well, I mean, there's that too, but I I, I don't have that part. <laughs> motherfucker, using that again. You what, motherfucker what is... used that against me so many times this fucking week. <laughs> you. Use what against you? Heart failure in the surgery. I don't remember no, what when I, did. I said I wasn't in the mood to drink, and you like. You'll trick me into drinking more. I don't think I don't think I would ever you, do something ooh, the like lies that. Eyes are flowing. <laughs> okay, so we started this episode uh, with Adam forcing Chris to drink in absentia, and now he's trying. And he's now trying to the truth comes out. No, that Adam's like, I don't want to drink, and then Chris is over here. I had a heart attack. Drink my fucking drink. I never had. I can do it. Never had a heart attack. True. So that's an act. He never said he had a heart attack. Well, I, you know. No I'm paraphrasing. No. CHF. It's still Adam's fault that he was, you know. What the fuck is that my fault? Because <laughs> you're, it's like, you're like, I don't want this. You just ordered stuff and I, gave it to me. Right, listen, you remember how things are. I remember how things I want. Remember things how they should I be. I wasn't even drunk so. yet. <laughs> yet. This is the part we I listen remember. to the Barique. <laughs> we listened to the Bariqua anthem by CNC Music Factory outside of the Grand Floridian. That I remember. Because uh-huh. and you sang it. Yes, because I know it. I used to DJ mm-hmm. hundred years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's what started. I thought that's what started the singing of all the '80s music. But I guess not if we were singing yeah, in the maybe. Skyliner. Yeah, I don't remember. It was. It was. <laughs> There was Skyliner. There was accessible minivans. There was <laughs> a lots lot of, of things of going on that. Yeah. Oh, I do remember <laughs> coming back to the room and thinking I rode every Disney mode of transportation in one day because of all that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. We did monorail as well. Yeah, that's right. Nice. And then I rode the boat back to the resort. That's the one thing we all didn't do together, mm-hmm. but I had to ride it back. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so well, I'm thinking of the, the Goofy Challenge. Is Goofy a half marathon and a marathon? Yes. Yeah. And that's the challenge, is the half and the full? Correct. Yes. Oof. What? No. No, no. no. I will not be running <laughs> that one with you. So. It split me into three people who are all athletes in order for me to even think about that. I'm not, I will not. And I say that, but if you asked me to and you were ready to do it, I probably would. So, <laughs> I'm that idiot. <laughs> Maybe one day. He is no, that I kind know. of goofy. It's true. If, if, if anybody needed my help or support to run something or whoever thinks mm. who thinks that they could or even wants to try, I'm the idiot who would usually go, well, <laughs> So what is the next one? The next one is Princess? Next one is actually Dopey in January. Oh, okay. After that, also in January, is the Disneyland Half Marathon Weekend. After that is mm-hmm. Princess. 
after that is springtime. And then now they have the new Disneyland Halloween races. And then wine yeah. and dine. Wait, so when is Goofy or where is Goofy? Goofy is during Dopey. Goofy's at always oh, Dopey. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Goofy is like the challenge before you get the Dopey. No, it's, right. it's the same. Because you have to run the marathon. So what happens so what during... Dope, there, the dopey challenge? Yeah, there are multiple... Dopey's all right, the races. There are multiple challenges that go on during Oof, marathon ow. weekend. Mm-hmm. There's the Dopey and the Goofy. I don't think there was anything for the 10K and the half, though. Yeah. Hmm. No, just so Dopey. So it's Dopey, Goofy, and four other races. He ended up with like a chest full of medals. Wow. If you do all four, you end up with six medals. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then if you're really stupid, you get on a boat. Yep, and then you do the, uh, and do the cruise. And do Castaway. Hmm. You get another one. You guys did that, didn't mm-hmm. you? All of them? Yes. Oof. Well, actually, we got another. you had to do the two more if you do the Castaway what? Challenge. You get the 5k castaway and you get the castaway. Well, that's the only metal castaway that they have now. Yeah, because the regular 5k Mm -hmm. castaway is rubber. Which you don't even need to actually do now. You could just go say you could run it, walk away for a half hour, come back, and they give you a medal. Hmm. Yeah, I I wasn't going to run on castaway. I was just going to. Me and Tim were just going to have orange scented vodka. (laughs) Yes. It was, it was implied orange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those drinks really, really reckless this morning. We just kind of crack, cracked open the orange juice bottle, waved the cap on top of the vodka, yes. and then uh, gave it to us. At a discount, even, if it was first yep. thing in the morning. That's like a half price, didn't it? That's why, we, that's, why yeah, we were five, five yeah, that's why we were going after That's why we were pounding. Mm-hmm. And, and Chris made friends with the bartender, and he was hooking us up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm ready to uh, put a bow on this little gift of podcast um chris hell of a job I'm, I'm proud of you i'm glad you got out there and you did it and that you are drinking the kool-aid to do it again yep apparently that's, i am no, that's, no he that's, that's he, he swore that he said he was thinking about it but there's multiple people who yeah, can I mean, confirm that's an accurate statement i did say i was thinking about it it just morphed into something different later on that evening <laughs> It was even before that evening, because it was just me, you, and Chan hanging out towards the end of that night. I don't remember what you're talking about. <laughs> yes, I am, I, am, I am looking forward to challenging myself. Yes, I will do it. Well, um, normally, I guess at this point, we, we'd launch into some closing remarks, and uh, Maria would say some stuff about coming and joining the group, but that's... Uh, but you can't. Currently, well, yeah, it's currently paused and, 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 and whatever, so... <laughs> We uh, will just uh, kind of go go past that. Where we're thankful for the the newest members we've got, um, and I will kick it straight over to Tim with news about video games. Take it away, Tim. We got news about video games. Thanks, <laughs> no, Tim. We, we have, <laughs> I'm fucking. I'm joking with you. <laughs> the the group that one group that does not get enough love is the three sheets to gaming. Uh, we got a bunch of people playing different games. Flight Sim. Um, uh, Todd does whatever he does with Diablo, and I guess Fortnite is getting active again because they brought the old map back. There's a bunch of people getting on that. So if you want to come over to that and, and join up, we got a Discord channel. 
come in and hang out and, and bullshit and join a game. And even if you don't join a game, go in the general chat room and find some people to talk to. How can they find us on the Discord, Mike? What's the... Uh, there's a link to it from Free Sheets Gaming. Uh, okay. To get you there. And it's just very simple. I think it'll ask you a few questions. You may have to click on a CAPTCHA to make sure you're not a crazy robot because that's a whole thing going on right now in every form of social networking. And, uh, yeah, just, just, just get in there and, and chat it up. Uh, it's slow, but it gets active when, when folks are playing. So come, come find us over there. Uh, Chris Kohler's a member over there, and he, he shows up when he's not busy trading for his next uh, running event. <laughs> um, so uh, you've already thanked us for being here, so we need something a bit more original and clever for closing remarks from you. Just, well, I was going to say community, but the... It, it's more of a family and we say that often and, and it's it sounds cliche but the the sheeter family is was very instrumental in my recovery and supporting me for the races and you know for getting to this point not just the races just for everything getting to this point um and are also encouraging me to go further as adam said <laughs> um I, I will I, I will be sure to let everybody know when it when i do okay that's 10k if anyone wants to join all right well uh, i'm just gonna ask but... one request let us know before you sign up because signups as we know can be interesting when it comes to run disney <laughs> oh yeah no I'll, I'll let you know i'll let you know beforehand like in advance which one i'm going to do uh we'll see how i how i feel like once i start you know training properly but uh no i i just wanted to thank everybody for you know all the support they gave me and you know, messages and comments or whatever um, and again, thank you guys for having me tonight and sh let me share my experience with you. Adam, um, I I've seen you staring hard at some stuff. So, uh, so now that, um, wine and dine is obviously odor over the next event we have coming up December 1st, starting through December 3rd is Cheater holiday hijinks. That of course is taking place in Disney world. We have Epcot drinking on December 1st. And December 2nd, we have Cheaters taking over the Springs. On to our next event. That is going to be the Walt Disney World Marathon. That's going on through January 3rd through January 7th. And some of our Cheaters are a little bit extra special crazy. Because some of them are going straight from that and running into the Disneyland Half Marathon. Which is going on from January 11th to the January 14th. So, Cheaters are finally making it out to California. I will be there for this. I am really hyped up. I still have to buy park tickets. There will be an event. It is looking like most likely we are going to end up in Splitsville because we don't have to make a recreation for it. Uh, more details to follow once I finally figure all that stuff out. Finally, and this is as far as I'm going right now, we have Princess Weekend, which is coming up on February 22nd through the 26th. I have a room. I am running the half. And I might even try to figure out something stupid to wear. So we'll see. <laughs> Want to take bets to see if uh, if Pagano, uh, Will Pagano runs from the runs from Florida to California? Yeah, he's not in the no races. Plane. We he's, don't have to worry. About that. <laughs> he's he, he's going to run across the country. He's going to force cut his way, uh, way across. He's, he's like, I don't need, I don't need to pay for a flight. I'll just run it. <laughs> And he'll be finished before any of us started. So... <laughs> and that is all the current events I have. 
of course uh Oof. some of the races you will only find on our health group or fitness group or whatever the hell you would like to call it and that you can find at three sheets to the finish line it is a pretty active group and we accept any kind of health kind of questions anything we can help out with any kind of motivation it's a great place we have challenges going monthly for your ipad not ipad i watch and unfortunately we don't have a garmin one set up yet but i don't have one of those so can't blame me for that <laughs> no and there's a couple of people keep asking but we need some of those people to step up and try to run one because none of us have garments so if you want a garment group Step up and, and start we'll it. We'll be happy to help you with it if there's anything page. that we can help plan on yeah. our end. Yep. yep. That's a great resource for anyone interested in increasing their level of activity um, at home, whether you're going to look at, at running something. All right. Well, that's going to gonna do it for us here tonight. Again, thank you, Chris, for spending the evening with us. I hope uh, your lovely wife gets to feeling better. It was good to briefly see her this evening. <laughs> well, we really didn't see her. We just saw the pillow. We saw the pillow. I know. I know. I know there's the whole In thing. If I can't see them, they can't see me as she walks across with the pillow hiding I am face. not made up. Um, Nobody look. <laughs> But yeah, th again, you know, thank thank you so much because uh, it's it's you know you talk about this Ohana and it's it it it's it's also everybody else too and, and without uh, the closeness we have with the Ohana we can't you know experience your point of view and have guests on like that so it's it's good it's better than listen to me talk about stupid stuff uh, for an hour and a half um, you got to talk about it so Jesus anyway. Uh, like I said, that, that'll do it. We're going to get out of here. Um, as uh, we like to say, this is not uh, goodbye. See you real soon. So good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. And thank you.